0: Here's my favorite piece of trivia in the whole world. Dr. Marie Sklodowska-Curie showed up to her wedding ceremony wearing her lab gown. It's actually a pretty cool story. A scientist friend hooked her up with Pierre Curie. They awkwardly admitted to having read each other's papers and flirted over beakers full of liquid uranium, and he proposed within the year. But Marie was only meant to be in France to get her degree and reluctantly rejected him to return to Poland. Womp womp. Enter the University of Krakow, villain and unintentional Cupid of this story, which denied Marie a faculty position because she was a woman. Very classy, U of K. Dick move, I know. But it had the fortunate side effect of pushing Marie right back into Pierre's loving, not yet radioactive arms. Those two beautiful nerds married in 1895, and Marie, who wasn't exactly making bank at the time, bought herself a wedding dress that was comfortable enough to use in the lab every day. My girl was nothing if not pragmatic. Of course, this story becomes significantly less cool if you fast forward 10 years or so to when Pierre got himself run over by a carriage and left Marie and their two daughters alone in the world. Zoom into 1906, and that's where you'll find the real moral of this tale. Trusting people to stick around is a bad idea. One way or another, they'll end up gone. Maybe they'll slip on the Rue Dauphin on a rainy morning and get their skull crushed by a horse-drawn cart. Maybe they'll be kidnapped by aliens and vanish into the vastness of space. Or maybe... They'll have sex with your best friends six months before you're due to get married, forcing you to call off the wedding and lose tons of cash in security deposits. The sky's the limit, really. One might say, then, that U of K is only a minor villain. Don't get me wrong. I love picturing Dr. Curie waltzing back to Krakow, pretty woman style, wearing her wedding-slash-lab gown, brandishing her two Nobel Prize medals and yelling, Big mistake, big, huge. But the real villain, the one that had Marie crying and staring at the ceiling in the late hours of the night, is loss. Grief, the intrinsic transience of human relationships. The real villain is love, an unstable isotope, constantly undergoing spontaneous nuclear decay. And it will forever go unpunished. Do you know what's reliable instead? What never, ever abandoned Dr. Curie in all her years? Her curiosity, her discoveries, her accomplishments. Science, science is where it's at. Which is why when NASA notifies me, me, B. Koenigswasser, that I've been chosen as lead investigator of Blink, one of their most prestigious neuroimaging research projects, I screech. I screech loudly and joyously in my minuscule windowless office on the Bethesda campus of the National Institutes of Health. I screech about the amazing performance enhancing technology I'm going to get to build for none other than NASA astronauts. And then I remember that the walls are toilet paper thin, and that my left neighbor once filed a formal complaint against me for listening to 90s female alt rock without headphones. So I press the back of my hand to my mouth, bite into it, and jump up and down as silently as possible while elation explodes inside me. I feel just like I imagine Dr. Curie must have felt when she was finally allowed to enroll at the University of Paris in late 1891. As though a world of, preferably non-radioactive, scientific discoveries is finally within grasping distance. It is by far the most momentous day of my life, and kicks off a phenomenal weekend of celebrations. Highlights are, I tell the news to my three favorite colleagues, and we go out to our usual bar, guzzle several rounds of lemon drops, and take turns doing hilarious impressions of that time Trevor, our ugly middle-aged boss, asked us not to fall in love with him. Academic men tend to harbor many delusions, except for Pierre Curie, of course, Pierre would never. I change my hair from pink to purple. I have to do it at home because junior academics can't afford salons. My shower ends up looking like a mix between a cotton candy machine and a unicorn slaughterhouse. But after the raccoon incident, which, believe me, you don't want to know about, I wasn't going to get my security deposit back anyway.